to make their lives, to change me to be like Jesus. On a daily basis, I can live in victory in this personality, soul, habitual realm. That's recreation. I thank God, you ought to thank God, that I'm not the same Mike Keating that I was 35 years ago. You ought to thank God, because otherwise I'd be stealing your car, breaking into your house, and, you know, sleeping with your daughters. You ought to thank God that God's changing me on the inside. Just preaching as hard as I can here. <laughs> Is anybody happy I'm saved? Are you happy you're saved? Oh, happy day. So God wants to raise your spirit. That happens instantly. He works upon your emotional realm, your soul realm, your psychological realm. And then one day our body will also be resurrected. Not as some sort of a ghost to walk through walls and to disappear and play harps, but as recreated lords of the universe, kings and queens, reigning over a brand new creation, and we will have the cosmos to play with. Oh, that's maybe a very big thought. Let me give you a little bit of imagery as to what I think heaven might be like. Unfortunately, it's a beer ad. is coming. That uh, touches a little bit more, I think, what is essentially the biblical Christian hope of the resurrection. We actually get to play with the garden again. We got kicked out of the garden all those years ago because of sin. And God's going to bring us back into the Garden of Eden. But the Garden of Eden is more than just a little story, a little myth that took place all those years back in pre, pre-history. But it's actually the world. It's the cosmos. This is the incredible mission. And this is why resurrection is so powerful as a hope. I was talking to a man this week. The man is a, a registered genius at the Men's Art Society. He's a radio personality. He's a TV personality. And uh, he's been involved in inventing some things and stuff. But, you know, he, he tells a story of how he had 
a little daughter born and that daughter uh, had a liver problem. So they did a liver transplant and they thought that this was going to be the other side of their problem. And unfortunately, the, the doctors messed up the anti-rejection drugs on this little child. And it has resulted in her being severely brain damaged as a result. And so, you know, you've got this little one in your hands, your loving father, who's trying to serve God your whole life. You can point to all the things that you meant to be able to tick off. You know, I, I went to Mass, I said my Hail Marys, you know, you go through, you tick off all the things that you're meant to do. And then life still seems to rob you be so unjust. This is the Christian hope that God's going to do a new thing. He's going to take the brokenness of this world, whether that's sinful brokenness or a sickness brokenness or a selfish brokenness or relationship, he's going to take that and in some sort of amazing way reshape it and relaunch the whole program of building his glory through the whole universe, through you and me. Absolutely amazing hope we have. So just as we close the service now, maybe you could just stand with me. We're going to pray and just say some grace. And I'll give you, give you over to David in a minute. He'll give you a few instructions how we're going to do everything. And I really do want to thank you for listening to me. It's a little bit warm today, humidity. But I want to give you an opportunity this morning Maybe you've not ever actually taken that first step of acknowledging Jesus Christ as your Lord and becoming what the Bible says as born again. A very religious person, a, a man of great stature in the days of Jesus, a man by the name of Nicodemus. He was called the teacher of Israel. He was right up there. And he visits Jesus one night and he says, what must a man do in order to enter into the kingdom of God? And Jesus says this, he says, you've got to be born twice. Essentially, you get to be human by being born the first time. We saw a little Aiden today. He's been born the first time. What a miracle that is. Absolute miracle that is. Not only for Aiden, but the bit of a backstory that that wonderful young couple had as well. What a miracle it is to be born the first time. You are a miracle. You're here. You're not very excited about that. You're a miracle. You're here. And you're breathing. Now, I, went, my, I don't look too good anymore. So, uh, so I, went to the, I went to the optometrist down in Armadale. And he says, I need glasses. And he says, Mike, uh, do, you, do you take any antidepressant or you know, any other drugs like that? And I thought, well, that was a peculiar question for an eye doctor to say. But I just shared with him I've been a minister of religion, you see. And he called me a God bobberer. He says, well, no, I'd like to be more of a human bobberer than a God bobberer. But, but he was a good man. He actually spent a lot of his time in Africa trying to help people get their eyes and glaucoma and stuff. So a man who's probably got the right values, probably make a great Christian in terms of values, but has got this problem with the church. Now, you, you guys don't have that. He says, well, I, I wanted to know whether you actually believe what you say you preach. Because if you were taking antidepressants and tranquilizers and all those sorts of things, then you probably don't really believe what you're saying. So anyway, I might need glasses. So you get born the first time. But he says, your eye is a miracle. Your absolute eyeball is just, you know, he goes and unpacking it all in terms of the, the rods and the, 
tones in it and how it all works and stuff. He showed me a photograph of it all and stuff like this. Guys, you're miracles. Absolute miracles. So you got the first one. Everybody here says, I've got the first one on the board. I'm born. But the second one, he says, is you've got to be born again. And this is, you get to earth by being born physically, and you get to heaven by being born spiritually. So that you're alive on the inside towards God. That there's a sensitivity and there's a real connection and a relationship with God as an earthly father has a connection to an earthly son. So too, the earthly son has a connection to the earthly father. When you're born again on the inside, a connection's established between your spiritual self and your spiritual father. And if you've not ever had that happen today, then I'd like to give you the opportunity for that to happen. So we're going to ask everybody just to bow their heads and have a little moment of privacy today. We're not asking you to join a church. We're not asking you to come out the front. But the greatest gift you could get for Christmas is to find out what the Christ is about in Christmas. And if you've not been born again, then just in this atmosphere, no pressure, I just want to ask you this question. Is that a decision that you're prepared to make today? It'd be the most powerful, life-changing, revolutionary, transforming decision that you'll ever make in your life. And I just want to pray with you if that's you today. But I am going to ask you to do something just a little bit brave. And can you just slip your hands straight up in the air? God bless you. God bless you. There's a number of people down the front here. If there's someone else who'd like to be in this prayer today, God bless you. God bless you. Put down your hand, young man. God bless you for that. A couple of people. Just I'm going to pray straight away if there's someone else. I don't want to rush this, but this is an opportunity you may never get again. Seriously, you may never get this opportunity again to seriously think about resurrection and your future and where you're going to go. Father, we thank you just one more time. Want to include this prayer? Slip your hand straight up now. Father, we thank you for the good news that you love us so much that you say to us, all is forgiven, just come home. Lord, we've got to come to our senses as the prodigal son did and acknowledge that in your house there's acceptance and forgiveness. And so, Father, pray for those who have raised their hand today. Lord, change them from the inside, Lord. I pray that you would wash them clean by your blood, that you give them a new start today, that they will experience your divine favor and acceptance and love on their lives. Change them and transform them, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Let's just give the Lord a hand. Fantastic. Dave, tell us what to do. Good morning, church. I'm really excited to have lunch today. It looks really good. I've been looking out at the buffet table. It looks fantastic. Um, please grab a seat. I've just got a couple of bits of housekeeping, first of all. Then uh, I'm going to ask Gary to pray, say grace for us, and then we'll go out and eat. First of all, uh, we, we have a buffet lunch today, so it'll be take what you can. Please don't take too much, obviously. Don't be totally greedy. Um, there is a limited supply of food, but there is a lot there. Thank you, Pastor Mike. Uh, secondly, as Sandra mentioned earlier, the playground is closed. So your children 
will be your responsibility.